Time to review Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 1, The Bad Batch. You bet your asteroid. All right, beautiful people, it is time to review the first episode of the last season of Star Wars, The Clone Wars. So uh, if you listen to episode 21 of the podcast, you can definitely tell that I was very excited for this episode, and the episode did not disappoint. Um, It's really great. Uh, We can get straight into it. So the first thing that I noticed was that before the fanfare, where the logo of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, comes out, similar to how it does in the movies, um... The uh, th- there's a, a little short animation uh, that says uh, Disney, a Disney Plus original series or something like that. So that's added on, obviously, because it used to be on the Cartoon Network. Now um, Disney Plus is truly taking ownership of the thing. So little detail. Um, so then the uh, the fanfare happens. The Clone Wars logo comes on, and then we get what is um, the the message. So I forgot to mention this in my uh, review of, of the whole series in episode 21, but every episode has in the same, in the same exact style as the, uh, in a galaxy, uh, a long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, how that comes out in the actual movies, the live action movies with that same exact styling, black background, light blue text, um, every single episode of the Clone Wars has that little thing coming out. And um, in this case, the message, each each episode has its own message. It's kind of like the moral of the episode almost. And so in this case, it says, embrace others for their differences, for that makes you whole. Very profound thought. Pretty profound thought for a cartoon series. But that's because that's how deep this series gets into the psychology of this whole war that's spanning an entire galaxy. So anyway, that fades away and then come the uh, opening sequences. There's always kind of like an opening sequence that catches you, drops you into a situation in the episode, which I really love because that allows the series makers to take advantage of the fact that this episode, these episodes are only, you know, 20 something minutes long, like 24 minutes long. And that's not a lot of time. So the way that they make up for time in a way is by doing this quick kind of collage of imagery that drops you into an already happening situation so that you don't have to have all this rising action before it. It just drops you right into um, a certain action. And so uh, in this case, uh, Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker are in uh, are in a specific base uh, of the Republic Army, uh, a base in Anaxes, which is, a, I guess, a planet or a moon, something like that. And... Um, the whole issue that they're facing is that the droids are starting to predict the actions of the Republic Army, of the clone army. They're starting to be able to figure out their tactics. And so they've been stumped 
for quite a long time. They've lost a couple of, uh, of missions. And so Captain Rex, again, Captain Rex, who ends up uh, making an appearance later in the future in uh, the Rebel series, Captain Rex says that he's basically starting to theorize that they're studying their tactics and that they're uh, figuring out a way to, to predict what their next moves are going to be. And so they're basically going to try to thwart that. They're going to try to uh, figure out a way to, 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 to break the pattern, basically. And so uh, what Commander Cody says is that they want to take a, um, a small group of soldiers, of, of clone troopers, uh, into this relay tower that's in a specific planet somewhere else in the galaxy where they uh, where they're suspecting that these uh, in that the Intel is being spilled, right? That the Intel is being transmitted through um, to thwart all their missions and to give them all these losses. And so um, basically they convince Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker to let them do that. Again, Mace Windu and Anakin are functioning as generals of the army. So they need to get there. Okay. Before they go and do this mission. And so they do. Anakin also kind of stays a little puzzled because he feels like there's more that Rex wants to say, but he's not saying it. And later on, we see uh, Cody going to get Rex. Rex is looking down at a photo of all the men that he's lost, his friends that he's lost. And um, he starts telling Cody that he has an additional theory, an additional part to his theory which he didn't want to share with the Jedi because he felt like they were going to think he was crazy. And so he said, you know, it feels like somebody knows exactly the the tactics that I'm using because Rex is the main captain, right? So he's the one calling the shots in these operations. And so he's starting to feel like somebody knows exactly what his thinking is. And he's theorizing that it's this guy called Echo, who was the only other person who was there with him and helped him put together uh, these tactics, these battle tactics way back in the day. Um, it's kind of like a playbook, right? Like the playbook of, of a sports team and the coach uh, doesn't share the playbook with a lot of people because it's confidential information. You don't want that info somehow leaking to an enemy, a rival team. Um, so Rex is starting to suspect that there's some foul play in that perhaps his old comrade Echo is still alive because no one else would know these tactics so perfectly except for him and, and Rex. So they finally uh, step out and they're going to go meet the team of, of clones, of clone troopers that are going to go with them and with a couple of their other troopers on this mission. And so they have to bring in somebody who had unconventional methods, <laughs> somebody, you know, a team that wasn't going to do things in the same predictable way that the clones would do. Because again, they're trying to break the pattern. They're trying to uh, not be predictable for the droid army. And so in comes barging in the, the spaceship that is um, housing the so-called Bad Batch team of clones. Uh, And so again, like I described in episode 21, they all step out. You start noticing immediately the differences in personality, right? One guy looks like he's the sharpshooter. One guy looks like he's the muscle. Another guy like he's the brain. And the other guy like he's the leader. The cavalry has arrived, says uh, Wrecker, I think his name is. 
And so then they walk up to Cody and Rex. They all take their helmets off. And the leader looks something like Rambo. He really looks like Sylvester Stallone's Rambo. It's pretty funny. Um, and then uh, they're all very different. So the, the one peculiar thing about the clone army is that physically, body-wise, they all look exactly the same. Like the composition of their body, the build of their body, right? The muscle structure, the entire thing is, is exactly the same because, again, they're clones. But these guys are not. Again, they are genetically altered clones. And so each of them has not only a slightly different appearance than the rest of the clones, but different abilities that make them special, that make them unique. This team is kind of like the four Ninja Turtles, right? Where you got one that's the leader, one that's a tech guy, one that's a goofball, uh, one that's the muscle. And all these guys know how to fight, but they each bring a certain specialty to the table. Or kind of like G.I. Joe, right? Where G.I. Joe, yes, they're an army, but each one of them has some kind of different specialty. Uh, so you got the ninja, you got the guy who specializes in aquatic warfare, you got the guy who specializes in big guns, you got the guy who specializes in tactics, etc., etc. So that's very much what this team is like. It's four guys, each of them have their personality, their areas of strength, but um, they work cohesively as a unit. So the leader of the team is called uh, Hunter, then is Wrecker, which is the big dude, and this guy literally has superhuman strength. I mean, I'm talking like he lifts an entire spaceship later on in the episode. Um, then there's another dude. His name is Crosshairs. And he, of course, is the uh, sharpshooter of the team. And he is good. And then the other guy is Tech. And Tech is the guy who is the smallest one, skinniest one, nerdy, lo nerdy looking guy. And he's a specialist in all kinds of technology. So... They start, they start swapping stories of where they were just before they got assigned to this mission. And then immediately Cody tells them to jump on the spaceship so they can go. And immediately once they're in this spaceship, you start seeing this tension happening because the guys who are the, 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 um, the Bad Batch squad, they call the other guys regs, as in regulars, like they're regular clones, and they're not used to working with regs. And the other two guys who are there with uh, Rex and Cody they really take offense at that and they, they, they take that to heart. Uh, and so uh, a big dynamic in this episode is them trying to learn how to work together because ultimately they're all clones and they're all part of the Republic army and they're all fighting for the same purpose. Um, so which harkens back to that quote at the beginning of the episode that talks about um, what is it? Uh, uh, embrace embrace others for their differences for that makes you whole so they are one army they have to be whole they have to come come together as one even though they're drastically different um so i think it's a really cool dynamic too because of the fact that this is a clone army so it's like here we are seeing a clone army people who were legitimately uh, genetically engineered to basically be identical to have the same uh, physical dexterity and strength and capacity and intelligence for military strategy and all this kind of stuff. And we're here entertaining an entire episode that has to do with these guys fighting over their differences. I think that's funny. That's it's again, it gets deep into the psychology of this clone war that 
has not been explored in any other way as it has in this. So then they end up getting shot as they're trying to get to that uh, area that has the tower relay. And when the ship gets shot down, you know, they all, they all get out of there and commander Cody is pinned down. And this is where wrecker gets called into action. And the dude throws on his helmet and uh, they think that he's going to pull commander Cody out of the, out from underneath the ship. But instead, he says he's not going to pull him out. He's going to get the ship off of him. And so this guy just grabs it and with surprisingly little effort, you know, just pulls the thing completely off of Commander Cody. And then the, the troopers end up getting assaulted by some clones. And this is where we see the first instance of the skill set that the Bad Batch brings to the table. I mean, these guys are truly badass. They are, they fight, they defeat clones similar to the Jedi, similar to how easily the Jedi can defeat the drone, the, the droids, not, not clones, sorry, droids. And so much so that after this little battle that happens and when the, when these four guys end up taking out, you know, dozens of, of, uh, of droids all by themselves, the commander of the droid army for that planet where the relay is, he ends up saying, is like, wait a minute, what were their Jedi present? Is this why they got, you know, we got wiped so easily. And uh, so it just, again, proves that these guys have really incredible skill. They work together very well. Wrecker grabs this piece of wreckage and he's using that as a shield so that the four of them can advance moving towards the uh the the droid uh troops that are coming towards them then uh tech is calling out coordinates or something like that and one guy throws i think it's hunter that throws these thermal detonator things and then um uh crosshairs shoots it as just as it's as it's getting down near the the droids and it takes out an, an entire group of droids all at once and they do that like two or three times um so again just total elite troopers really really cool action and i have to say the the animation so I went back and I took a look at what the animation quality was like in the very first episode of the Clone Wars cartoon series, season one, episode one. It was already great, okay? Even all the way back then, the animation was already really impressive. And it has a very unique animation animated style, too, like the characters, the faces, the structure of the bodies and all that. Um, very, very unique kind of style. But the quality of animation, the quality of detail the use of space the backdrops the scenery the, the the cinematography if you can call it that of this new season just takes it all to another level i mean this truly looks like it's a movie animated movie quality that we're looking at in in, in just episode 1 of season 7 it just blows my mind. I really think that uh, this is one more reason why I feel like Disney Plus is going to wipe the floor with other streaming services because the quality of production that we saw in The Mandalorian was truly cinematic quality. Even the CGI, which typically for you know series, uh, you're not going to get the same amount of budget to bring the same quality CGI that you would in in a movie, right? You don't have the same budget. But they still, they pump the money into it. 
And it was worth it, right? It became this phenomenon. Everybody loves it. I've watched it already twice, the entire series. Very well worth the investment. And I can say the same exact thing for the animation quality and the animation uh, um, skills that were infused into this seventh season of The Clone Wars. So uh, back to the story. So they eventually end up finding their way, end up finding a direction where they need to be headed in. And they start headed into, uh, they first go to this one tower that'll give them kind of like a bird's eye view so they can spot the relay tower that they're searching for. And so they have to go and take out some more clones. Now, still at this point, there's some rivalry going on between the Bad Batch and the regular clones. There's still some strife. The Bad Batch doesn't want to follow the the lead of, um, of Captain Rex. And so Hunter, the leader of the Bad Batch, has to step in and has to basically kind of break up a fight that started happening. And he has to tell them, you guys got to quit this. We're on the same team. You guys have to follow uh, Captain Rex's lead. And after this point is when they truly start, which is a little bit more than halfway through the episode, is when they really start to work together. And you see them overcoming their differences, embracing the differences and the skill set that each of them bring to the table, even the regular clones. Um, so I think it's it's really cool the way that they kind of uh, carried on that 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 friction until it almost broke out into an all out fight. Um, so then they start working together. They get to that big tower. They get all the way to the top. They spot their goal um, and they split up. So the regular clones are going to go straight towards the front entrance. Um, two of the, uh, of the um, whatchamacallit, of the Bad Batch are going to go around. Uh, Crosshairs is going to go over uh, to get a vantage point so he can snipe out some droids. And man, he snipes out a lot of droids. Like he really takes them out and it's headshot after headshot after headshot. This dude is the bomb, man. I love that guy. And uh, so then basically there's a battle that ensues. The droids are trying to get in and kind of like siege that um, that relay tower, trying to prevent the clones from going in there to uh, to hack into the code of the relay tower to see what program it is that's running these um, this intel that's being shared from uh, throughout the droid army to thwart the efforts of the clone army. And so... What ends up happening is that they end up, you know, of course, they end up making it into the place, into the command center of this relay tower. And then Captain Rex and Tech, uh, they stay there and they start trying to, like, hack into the the whole thing, the whole system. And so as they're hacking into the system, they realize that at first it sounds like some sort of computer language that is speaking some encoded message. And then when they finally decode the message, they realize that it's not actually computer language. It's actually a voice, like a human voice. And immediately, uh, oh, Rex uh, tells Tech to uh, to force the, the computer system to identify itself. And it identifies itself as the, uh, the number of one of Rex's old trooper buddies, which is Echo, the one that he was theorizing would be the only person who would know his tactics. And so the question remains that the episode does not explain what's going on here. Obviously we're going to have to see what happens in uh, episode two, 
to figure to start figuring out what's going on. Is this guy still alive? Is Echo still alive? Did they? My personal theory is that they somehow downloaded his brain into a computer system, somewhat similar to what um, uh, 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 Zola did uh, did in um, in the Captain America trilogy, where he downloaded his brain into an entire computer system. And so he was, it's like he was still alive, even though his physical body had died, you know, decades before. Um, that's what I'm figuring, that they downloaded this, this clone's brain somehow into this computer system. And that that's the reason why they were able to tap into all the intel that only uh, Rex and his buddy Echo knew about. Uh, so anyway, they get the information that they needed to get. They uh, escape by a hair. You know, they're completely being ambushed by all these uh, by all these droids. Um, Crosshairs manages to secure uh, some kind of um, uh, some kind of vehicle. They jump in there and they head out of there. And so they escape. And uh, the droid commander is telling the the leader of the droid army, which is this big kind of like spider looking dude really creepy looking. Um, he tells him uh, that they managed to to tap into the code and to see what was going on with the code. And the commander kind of freaks out. So we're going to have to wait until the next episode to see what it is that is behind all this. Um, but I love that this is the setup in the first episode. I love that there's intrigue. I love that there's a new mystery to solve. Um, and who knows what this could lead to, right? Who knows what the the whole technology of being able to download a brain, if that's what happens, if that's what's going on, who knows what that entire thing could lead to. So anyway, that's how it ends. The Bad Batch and the regular clones end up working well together. Um, incredible action, incredible animation, intriguing plot line already was that, that was built. Um, can't wait to see how the story ends up uh, developing in in later episodes i'm extremely pleased with the kickoff to season seven i hope that if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet that you go and check it out definitely worth it guys even if it's just to see the visuals seriously give it a shot give it a shot because it's a beautiful thing to behold so anyway that's my review of uh the clone wars season seven episode one if uh, you guys have any questions, any theories, or any comments, I'd love to hear them. Write us at g101podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at g101podcast. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the reviews coming up for the future episodes of Clone Wars. And if you do love this podcast, guys, give us a review. Give us a five-star rating. It'll help tremendously to get the word out about the podcast until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, peace out. Game over.